0: hey fam welcome back to new girl old guy for episode seven of new girl bells i am neither the new girl nor the old guy my name is ali lasher and i am joined as always by my co-host the titular old guy kiwi weens what's going on man
1: he, no, that that's not going to catch on. That's <laughs> terrible. Please, insider scoop. This is the third time we've done the opening, and I think this might have to be a fourth one now. That's terrible. Okay, <laughs>
0: let's relax. When you're when you've done the opening, this No, no, no. I I haven't gotten this far into the opening. It was like. Well, the first time was I tried to catch you debating with your wife over whether to take the garbage out, and, you know, mm-hmm. I stand by that attempt. Second time, I fumbled over that I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. But, like, I unleashed Kiwi Weens on you for the first time <laughs> Ooh, on this. I,
1: I get the uh, – whatever whatever chills they get listening to Winston play the bells. Goose pimples? Yeah, I get the goose pimples hearing – oh, my gosh. You're trying out names for me, but I don't know if that, one's, that one is going to stick.
0: I mean – it's, it's not like I need a groundswell. I do my own thing.
1: I know, but I feel like people are, <laughs> like, throwing up in the streets right now.
0: I have a friend I went to high school with, and we called him t Weens. His last name is Wiener. I'm not going to Hannah Shapiro him and say his full name, but t weens Ki- kiwi Weens. Well, Weans. it's probably Todd. It's inspired by kiwi Weens.
1: Jeez. <laughs> Um, All right, how
0: are you? I mean, like, let's not get so hung up on no, this. No, that's fine. I'm,
1: of... I'm over it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited to be back. It feels like we haven't done this in a while. I'm excited to be back and uh, talk about Bells, which is, you know, maybe the most, you know, unique of the episode so far. And I've got a lot of takes on what's Actually, going on.
0: Speaking of being over it, there was something I meant to ask you if you're still mad about, but I'll talk to you after the episode. Anyway. Um... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh some old business first before mm-hmm. we get to the keeves corner here. Uh two things. The first is I I watched a clip uh when I when I did my little talking to the audience bit in the editing room last week. Um I mentioned where we had missed like what the jar moment was and I it, I so I had picked up on that point in Netflix when I went back to watch this episode and it was right at the part where he says like It's They're smoking their apartment, and he says, like, it's like out of a Prince video. And I just thought that was so crazy that that line is in the first episode having no, like, with no idea that Prince would later be on their show two seasons later.
1: I wonder if that's one of the reasons he liked it. Like, they reference him a lot.
0: That was my exact thought, too. That was, like, because even for Prince, it's, like, a lot to reach out. And you can only really do that once, like, which sitcom you want to do. So maybe that was the sort of entree into, like, Oh, they clearly like me. I mean, it it's would be Prince, funny if that him.
1: became his shtick—that he just like messaged every <laughs> showrunner of every sitcom, like Parks and Rec and The Good Place. Like, hey, I'm coming on next week, and nobody would ever say no to Prince. And he's probably not like demanding a ton of money, you know, because he's just like doing it as a hobby. That would be funny if he was on every sitcom. Every that... sitcom has a Prince episode, like he's Thanksgiving or something.
0: This is what could have been um all right and then matt stewart wants to know how many guesses would it have taken kiev or kivy wins to guess the episode bills was about just teaching students to play the bells.
1: yeah i do not i don't know if i if i really we were talking about it last week when i guessed the episode i don't know if i would have ever come up with it i i also i guess we could start with this it, it, we could go right into a new girl question do we what subject does jess teach
0: it's a great question, and I was going to ask you if you think, like, she's a music teacher. Like, is this going to carry on? But I think it's probably more interesting to talk about it. Like, no, she does not teach music. And, and, and I want to hear your summary first before we really get into it. I mean, you're a teacher. I feel like you're bringing a lot to the conversation here. Not that you don't always, but uh, let, let's get your summary. We have a suggestion from Katie's mom who wrote us a great five-star review. Who suggested we call it Akiva's Digest.
1: Yeah, like Archie's double digest. And the yeah, old I, uh, I like that.
0: Reader's Digest. I like this. So let's we'll try we'll try that on for size. Could you give us uh the breakdown of the November 29, two thousand eleven episode of New Girl?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um Jess brings a school choir back to her house called the Ensemble's, who are who are uh just she's gonna teach them how to play the bells, because someone donated millions of bells, and instead of detention, these kids are going to form a five-child choir, and um, they link up. Are with you counting
0: Win- Winston as a child?
1: Yeah, I guess five person, including <laughs> Winston. Uh, they link up with Winston in his, you know, biggest starring role to date. Is uh, you know gets laid off from a from a temp job. Is super down in his luck. Maybe he hits rock bottom. I don't know if he's going to hit rock bottom. You can have me predict that later. But uh, Winston is a bell savant. He picks up the Bells for the first time and is in- incredible at, at the Bells. And so they sort of become a, you know, uh, a competent musical group. Meanwhile, you know, the, the one B story here is, at which, you know, takes place almost entirely in, in the apartment, is Nick and Schmidt are fighting because Schmidt has money and Nick doesn't. And, and Nick calls Schmidt a loser excuse me schmidt calls nick a loser and you know nick feels bad that schmidt paid for all these things in the apartment and it comes to a blow over fixing a toilet and calling a plumber and uh you know they they also their relationship maybe hits rock bottom schmidt and nick before things get solved at the end
0: i really just not to congratulate myself through the lens of congratulating you but um I really – the best thing I ever did in podcasting was decide that you're going to give a summary at the top of every episode.
1: Well, a lot of people don't watch the episode, so I do think it makes sense. I'm not saying it's a good summary, but uh, I do think that now you, know, you, you have a little bit of an idea. And this is a weird episode. There's not a major – they're almost both B stories, like the, the, the Bell's Choir and the Schmidt-Nick fight. Or the, the, maybe they're like a both A stories, but they're sort of tied and, and tied in together, and they're all happening literally in the, you know, in the same house at the same time. But there's not a major thing like last week or Thanksgiving or I'm sure most sitcom episodes where it's like, all right, this is really moving the plot forward for everybody. It's, this is more like, uh, you know, just two cute things happening at once.
0: See, that's interesting. I mean, I did. I learned from our friends over at um, Pawnee Public Radio that if you want to know which is the A story, look to the title. But I, I, I see what you're saying. Is that,
1: our, is that our sister podcast, our cousin podcast, Pony Public Radio?
0: No, we're not related to that podcast at all. We're just all right, fans. Maybe,
1: maybe through marriage, like we could. I don't think so. I think nope. we
0: just support them.
1: Okay, this podcast is famously Jewish, so they would have to. They would have to convert to marriage.
0: It's Jewish, and it's uh, an orphan. It's an army of one. Um. You very okay? sad yeah no okay, i'm sad so, i'm just thinking about this
1: jewish orphan it made me okay sad.
0: well it's us um so yeah the challenge podcast is the drunk aunt <laughs> the ngoj is the jewish orphan oh god um no but it's interesting that you say that because i actually think we get a lot of character development here well yes it's a stupid storyline that like spoiler alert we're never seeing the ensemble bells again i didn't think you would think that we were seeing a group of four bell players in winston perform four all clearly
1: 25 year old bell players
0: correct so um so but i do think we this is really winston's first episode where he has a significant amount to do um, we sort of talk about what motivates winston we we explore tension between nick and schmidt and sort of their push and pull about how different they are and them as friends and so i feel like we do move Maybe we're not moving the plot forward, but we're really getting more character development with some people that we haven't gotten yet.
1: Uh, yeah, we're absolutely. We're exposing
0: everyone's insecurities in this episode, I feel like. You know, Nick's the loser, drops out of law school. We'll talk about that. Winston's, like, the perfectionist who's got nothing to do who failed. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of open wounds at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I should add, I think, that this is the first and one of the only, if not the only, episode of the first season Written by a POC, uh, L-U-V-H-R-A-K-H-E, So I think it's Louvre Rocky would probably be how to pronounce it, but um, you know maybe it's not a coincidence that we actually get something from Winston for the first time. There, are, there. Are, uh, to the best of my knowledge, there are no black writers in in the writers' room, at least for season you no know, for season one, because they're definitely Lamar Woods. I believe comes pretty pretty soon after. But yeah. uh, it is it is an interesting point, and I do believe the actors. I, the problem is I can't Google too much about the show because I'm trying not to get spoiled. But I do think it it, it you know it's something that uh, Lamorne has definitely talked about.
0: Yeah, now we talked about it a little bit. I think on the first episode about how there's like the you know everyone grows and changes, but there's a kind of crazy arc that happens with Winston where he goes from sort of having nothing to do, then you know things get just so ridiculous, and ultimately we'll see what his story. Ends up as, but I definitely think him more than any of the other characters really shows the difference that a representation in a writer's room can make for a character's story arc. And I guess I'll leave it at that without having to tell you everything that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: listen, I have no idea. But it is, I thought it was. it's worth noting, this is definitely Winston's biggest episode. No Cece in this episode. She is, uh, you know, she must have only had like 14 episodes in her first season contract or something. Because when she's not there, she's really not there.
0: Yeah I mean, it's how do you work in Jess's best friend, right? I guess Winston, Schmidt and Nick are all each other's best friends, although they have some side friends that we've already met. Uh, but like I get the frustration. I mean, it would be not the frustration like the difficulty of looping CC in would be that she would have to be like hanging out with the three yeah. guys I have a all
1: I have day. a bit idea for how if you if like she was in every single episode, how you get it. Oh, go ahead. You get CeCe to like she comes. She just comes by once and then like the next time Jess comes back with the ensemble bills like every guy in the school is in the apartment like they heard about CeCe and there's just oh, like seven. There's just like seventy five like te- I mean, even like let's talk like being honest for a second, like I was once a teenage boy, like if Zoe Deschanel is your teacher <laughs> 20 years later, you're like still talking to your friends about about, you know, about, uh, you know, your teacher, Jess. <laughs>
0: Um, Miss Day, thank you very much. Miss Day. I mean, with, with Cece, I I think that's actually a really funny bit that you've come up with here. Congratulations. But I more just mean, like, to because this the beginning of this is Jess doesn't know the guys, and therefore Cece doesn't know the guys, and Jess is still the, very much the new girl in the loft in these early episodes, it would be strange for Cece to be comfortable enough where she's just like chilling with the guys while Jess does this crazy bell thing or that she's just like sitting on the side yeah that's I feel true. like it's we're not, not ready really, for it yet yeah there's fair. still tension between all of the guys and Cece right like that LMFAO dance weirdness doesn't happen if Cece's been like hanging out every single day at the loft
1: yeah I am curious if by the end of season one she's still gonna be like is that she's like unleashed from no longer being the new girl Jess or is it gonna happen okay. sooner I can't imagine it'll it'll still be going on by season two
0: season eight it's just like she's it's the <laughs> end of the first eight. year in the loft yeah it's eight seasons
1: i thought it was seven seasons
0: and eight is like six episodes oh eight
1: is like the mini series type oh okay hmm.
0: you guys knew you were gonna hear from me it's seven seasons this was a mistake gotta tell you the rest of the episode doesn't get better from here so if this offends you maybe come back next week
1: oh my gosh we got a lot more of this we start All doing right. 10 a week Really I mean, bad. I'm
0: happy to just stop right now. Mid no, episode, I like it. Twelve minutes. <laughs>
1: no, you're not. Would stop. Well, maybe if we just did like mini episodes, we could do a lot of them.
0: I like scarcity, baby.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, okay, fine. All right. There's
0: we, nothing scarce. We about, won't cut.
1: We won't cut these shows from an hour and a half to twelve minutes. Fine. You certainly. have
0: stepped on my great transition there. There's nothing Sorry. scarce about Schmitz sushi order am okay. i right kiev
1: am i right i do think it's my dream order is to like i'm by myself and it's like okay i'm gonna get like the platter from my favorite sushi place and just like go to town and no one will ever know i've never really done it i've i've picked at like other sushi orders like all right nobody else is gonna eat this i will but i but i, I i've never done it and i one day i'll do it they don't have good sushi here unfortunately
0: it's uh why wow, it's all water you'd think they'd have very fresh fish
1: um i think it's also like usually you would need to have like the people who like culturally make sushi which there aren't a ton of like japanese people or
0: yeah have sushi in michigan and get back to me oh it's bad oh the worst well because it's like there's no it's like they're shipping in frozen fish it, right. there's decent sushi but it's a fortune for like a tuna avocado roll like your mm-hmm. most basic role is like g- to get it decent admission. what is your to end.
1: what's your go-to sushi roll
0: okay so i recently got into omakase so puya said would you solo on 80 dollars worth of sushi and I, when he wrote this question i was like oh you're gonna embarrass me i have recently mm, twice in quarantine not crazy nothing crazy treated myself to a delivery omakase it's not 80 dollars, but it also isn't cheap and unlike schmidt i don't got the means player but uh you know it's delicious i like how many pieces
1: are we talking forget so it's like
0: 10 it's 10 um pieces Mm -hmm. chef chef determined pieces and then one roll
1: that's not that much
0: it's a lot for me so i find sushi to be very filling interesting but not in a bad way like, like it's like perfect, 10 nigiri
1: like, and 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 then like one regular Nigiri, nigiri? okay you really are well. it Yeah, yeah 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 nigiri. Nigiri, sorry my kids even correct me on that because in the sushi go game we which <laughs> once upon a time we played but that was that we could still play
0: i still pay for that service
1: mm-hmm. I'll be, but i'll tell you it's me but really be my six-year-old son smoking
0: what you. do i care i'll be happy to put it on.
1: um the what's yeah, it that called? by
0: the way did you end up sub- getting a subscription for your son no, this you know is, what? like, less than $8 a month. I would be happy
1: to do it. We haven't played in a while. I, the <laughs> truth is, there are, like, everyone has this. where There was, like, five things you were doing at the beginning of quarantine that feel very foreign now. Like, we were playing the same board game, like, three times a day, every day. Yeah, and I
0: used we, to play a lot of Catan online, and now I, like, can't imagine logging into Catan. Or,
1: like, like we talked about playing that poker that we were in the poker tournaments. Like, that was a stretch. There was I had, like, stretches of doing certain things, and it feels... That was like when you thought like, oh, you know, it's just going to be a couple months and and like, all right, here's the new normal. Nobody's leaving their house. And now things have have changed a little bit.
0: Do you think six months from now when we're doing this, we're going to be like, oh, that feels like more of a quarantine thing we were doing? Uh, no, I don't think the podcast September. quarantine
1: because I've been doing this since, you know, 2014. Yeah, but we're
0: not starting this podcast if we're not in quarantine. I don't think. I
1: would agree. But I also think like well, you think you're going to be. Your social life is going to be too lit to do a new girl podcast once a week. If
0: No, it's, a, it's going to be like everything else. I'm going to sacrifice my social life to do this crap.
1: Listen, you give yourself six days a week to hang out with people and you could do this <laughs> podcast once. It, it's a high it's class problem to free have. Time. free
0: time. Very yeah. limited free time. All right. No, I'm happy to be happy to be doing it. But so sushi, I couldn't eat $80 worth of sushi I for sure myself.
1: could. It's my it's like I, I really want to do it. If I ever go back to New York, I'll probably I'll probably do it.
0: Yeah, it just I mean it was your birthday recently you could just but there's no sushi
1: here and also we're on lockdown I can't like you can't really get any food we were just cooking food the all restaurants right. aren't really open it's i it, love
0: you know. how you say we're just cooking food well I
1: don't know how to cook that's true they're <laughs> cooking I'm eating but my do you know my daughter my daughter will cook for me my wife will cook for me
0: love it all right aga let's move on <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say instead of let's move on people mm-hmm. clock. that's we our transition
1: word is awoga okay oh
0: Awoo- God. all right we got another question about this uh from another question from puya so winston B- I, oh i also should not step away from this schmitz is probably the most annoying line in the history of television in just one fatty tune yellow tea cali roll samurai snacks so scrummy it's like that should have been a jar You
1: yeah, you would never that is a jar and nobody should ever speak to that person like that is Yeah, exactly yellow tea that's terrible Yellowtail is my least favorite sushi also, so I don't want to call it yellow tea.
0: What I like about yellow tea is that it usually has like a jalapeno in a roll and I like a little spicy yellow tea yellow tea on its own mm, you give miss me
1: yeah i'm a I'm a spicy tuna guy through and through
0: yeah well, I'm not a mayo gal, so we have a we've reached an impasse
1: yeah yeah listen I, trashing on mayo has been has become very popular on um social media the last couple of years
0: It's been popular we've I'm been sa- new,
1: yeah. Speaking of which, uh, trashing things that are popular, is it a little out of character at the beginning of this episode where Jess says Jingle Bells is a trash song? That sounds like <laughs> something, you know, Nick would say maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jess does a couple things out of character. I mean, I think what we see is Jess has a little bit of an edge. Even when she comes in and she's like, I wasn't asking you for permission. I was giving you a heads up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that got weird. Like, I Jess has a little bit of an edge.
1: That's fair. Um, are there is a, There's a trope that I don't really think is especially true that, like, Jewish people love Christmas songs. What do you think about that?
0: Um, I think I know a number of – I would say I know the same number of Jewish and non-Jewish people who love and despise Christmas. Yeah, Christmas.
1: I think, like, they just – like, we we know it and some people like it. I don't <laughs> think it's, like, a special – know it. We're aware of you. No, I think some <laughs> people like it, some people don't. I think, like, it's not real – I don't think it's a correct trope that, like – People love Christmas. Like I'm, I don't
0: hate Christmas. I like, I enjoy the Christmas season, but I don't like own a Christmas album. I don't like sh- put it on Spotify. I don't know. I was like, I don't own an album. No,
1: I would <laughs> never listen to it. But if it's like it's on, and you're walking down the street or something. You're like, okay, this is you know, I can yeah. But you're different. Spirit.
0: You're like, you're like orthodox. I'm like more you know assimilated into the community.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, so still, of course
0: like, you would never have a Christmas album in your. I house.
1: wouldn't have it on, but but you do feel it, and, and and you know, back in the old days when when people were walking outside, like. I, I worked, you know, for years, like, Manha- in Manhattan. Like, you, you really feel once it gets to, like, December 5th or 10th.
0: Oh, earlier, man. I was in Macy's looking at furniture, and they the furniture's on the same floor as uh, Christmas. But
1: it's not Christmas and it's season it's out, baby. Yet. We're people,
0: out. Oh, we're out, baby. No, people aren't
1: being nice. To, like, people are, like, nice to you, like, the two weeks before Christmas in New York <laughs> yeah, City. Yeah, no.
0: It'll be weird in the pandemic, what? Because people are starting to travel again. So it's kind of going to be annoying that tourists are going to come in a pandemic to New York. So, you know. If you don't have family here, I ask that you don't come. All right, to this is our official
1: warning. This is like uh, this is an ad from. Andrew but it Cuomo. is lovely.
0: In a normal time, it's absolutely lovely to be in New York on Christmas. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so. Uh,
1: the ensemble bells come whole, over.
0: Well, the whole setup first is really that Winston's got this temp, temp job. The whole point of the sushi is really just to say that Winston got a job, which was this is sort of been Winston's plot is that he's like finding himself. It is, do you have any idea what he does? It is like the most just office, like desk, file cabinets, paper into envelope. I've never seen someone like put more paper into envelopes than in sitcom, quote, office jobs.
1: Yeah, this is literally like a mailroom type job basically is what he's doing. But he's not in
0: a mailroom. He's like at a desk. He's a literal pa- paper pusher.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like a mailing for a nonprofit or something that they're doing. I, I've, I haven't had like really any like b- awful jobs Did you know
0: that Puya was going to ask, what's the worst job you've had?
1: No, but I figured we were about to talk about it. But I (laughs) did once, when I finished college and I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I went to work at a school for special needs kids, uh, a high school, um, I started as a sort of a temp replacement for a guy who threw out his back. And then they realized I was good, and by January I was – I was you know I sort of jumped the line completely to be teacher they like took away some teachers classes and gave them to me they did like me but um, one day the kids had a trip and I don't remember why but I didn't go on the trip and they're like well we're paying you anyway so come to like the office because the, the school had an office where like the, the, like the workers worked, like the non-teachers and like do the mailing for our school dinner. So I had to, like, lick and and sort, like, 700 envelopes. So that was – it was only one day. It was definitely one of the 10 worst days of my life. I skipped lunch because it was, like – it was 9 to 5. So I'm like, well, if I skip lunch, can I work 9 to 4? And I literally just did seven hours with pre-smartphone era. Like, no entertainment, no music, nothing. So boring. The most boring day of my whole life. So that's about (laughs) the worst job I ever had. What about you?
0: I – no, I've been fortunate to have – um good and interesting jobs. You I, never had like was, a high
1: school job or something?
0: Well no, I mean I was a camp counselor, which mm-hmm, me too. Is like my my joy and my bliss and I wish I was still doing that. Um mm-hmm. and then I started getting internships. My first internship in college was at my senator's office, but in his Newark office, not in his
1: John Washington Corzine? Office. No. <laughs> which okay um
0: but anyway yeah and and i loved that because that was so cool like there was a time where i wanted to be like a political science major and like Mm -hmm. like i was interested in government and that job nothing to do with the office or the people there but like i was like i'm not doing this (laughs) but um that was hard because we took calls from constituents who were like very much struggling it wasn't politics based like that all all of People who called it we we did have to man the phones for three hours a day, mm-hmm. like on a rotating basis with the interns, and that was just like crazy. People, do you know Michelle Obama was on Air Force One? And you're like, thank you so much for calling, and you write you write it down and you send it to the DC office. So like you ask for their information, you take every call, um, but the so that was boring. But the best part of the job was that I stayed because Northwestern was on trimesters, so I got to stay like an extra week or two, and I was sorting the applicants for like I guess to go to the military academies you have to get like or it helps to get a recommendation or you have to get a recommendation from someone the senator I don't know Mm -hmm. and so I was sorting all of these very cute 18 year old boys by headshot and like their application and it was the best job I ever had
1: yeah did you like steal any digits or no
0: no 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 I mean I was like what am I a creep I was like no, I was just like, oh, this is, like, more interesting than that stuffing envelopes. Were you, like, ranking them? You no, canceled? no, no. I'm Back not up. disgusting. I was just, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like I was, like, telling my friends, like, oh, I'm, like, sorting military academy. It was it Cory Booker? Nope. Anyway. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Um, so the. <laughs>
1: oh, is it a Republican? No. Um, so the. um. What's it called? Jingle Bell's a trash song. Here's Here's a question I have for you.
0: Wait, I have another question, but you're right. I should go back. And I'm not used to, you know, Brian lets me do the questions and guide the conversation. This is good to keep. I got to relax. I got I'm a Winston. I'm a real Winston right now.
1: Okay, they come to Jess's house. I'm not quite sure why they can't do this in school or at like a neutral place like where they ultimately play in a field somewhere where they have to go to her house. And she was like comfortable bringing these students in. Um, I believe you went to public school your whole life. I never went to public school. Is um, that a read? <laughs> no, I think you've said that you went to public school. Uh, you know, I K, th- K through twelve, and I, I, I went to private school. You know, K through, K through twelve. So, I think we have different answers to the question: Did you ever go to a teacher's house?
0: Is Yeshiva not private?
1: Yeshiva is private. I went to private so, school.
0: But K through twelve, didn't you go? College, oh college. yeah but
1: I'll, yeah but what's the difference private college public college like you'll for the purpose of this like no i you know it's it's a little different in theory going to your professor's house would be more normal than going maybe to your high school science teacher's house i'm not sure
0: well yeah i mean you're asking me an unfair co- i mean the answer is no but mm-hmm. my mom was a teacher in the school in middle school i went to so my mom was very good friends with a lot of people who worked in the building who were teachers and my teachers so like I was going to my middle school when I was like in fourth grade and like talking to the reading teacher about what books I should be reading. Like, I like right. so for me, it would not mess me up to like so I can't really relate. But yes, of course, this is bizarre. And she get the flimsy excuse of like our community center like won't let us practice there. Right. Makes presumably the school itself has some room. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, not, maybe they it's don't, closed
1: on Saturdays or something. But in maybe it's just like a jewish private school thing but yeah we definitely went to like teacher's houses sometimes
0: oh okay yeah no i mean that would not be the norm i mean i went to like sometimes like a teacher my fourth grade teacher got married and we all went to the church like to watch her wedding and mm-hmm. then we obviously were not invited to the wedding but like we I, i've never i don't think i ever went to a teacher's house as a student until college I,
1: in fifth grade i had to tell um i went i paid a shiva call Do people know what shiva calls are Allie?
0: Apparently, people want to get a Jewish education here, which I, I'm i interested. I mean, I know what a call is, but I don't know that I would be super interested in, like, religious commentary on a t- television podcast. But mm-hmm. people have written to us that they don't want you to yada yada this. So go ahead and explain what no, shivakal is. shivakal
1: is basically after a person loses an immediate relative. The week after the funeral, they, they um, basically sit home and mourn for a week, and people come and visit them and bring food. That's really where you get the eighty dollar sushi trays. People bring you the, the sushi trays. Um, that's probably the only time I've pounded. The, I, not to not to you know downplay my grandmother's death, but the my my mom's best friend and, and neighbor um, was taking. People were bringing food by like the, the truckload because that's what people do, right? They bring like you know here's lunch, here's bagels, here's whatever. And so I saw like oh someone someone brought like really fancy sushi. I'm like all right I'm gonna have that tomorrow. Since my mom was mourning and like doesn't eat, in the best of circumstances, I'm gonna eat that. And then the lady, and then the late, and my mom has like three fridges. And this lady was like, "Nah, it was old. It was like six hours old. She threw out the sushi. So that was my chance. That eighty dollars of sushi. So,
0: so let's rewind though, because I, I don't think you can eat sushi six hours in the fridge after. I mean, I know you can. Like, it's very hit or miss. Like, you really have to examine the fish. Oh yeah. I mean, and I know I, you're I don't not think having crab rolls. stick over there, so you're having raw fish.
1: No, I don't think it was raw fish. I think it was, I think it was like uh, you know avocado California roll type stuff, probably.
0: Can you have? You can't have imitation crab, or you can't. Is imitation crab There's a, crab a crab crab. Yeah,
1: there's a popular kosher mock crab. Yes.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I my best shiva story is introducing my dad's best friend growing up, who's like you know, an Italian guy to what shiva is, and he said the funniest thing about well, because we, you you eat ahead of time. Not ahead of time, but like a lot of times like the family eats or I shouldn't say what Orthodox people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we the way we do it down here is uh you know, Shiva is X to Y time during the day and then resumes again seven to yep, nine that's or whatever. Standard, yeah. And so like you eat the deli platters that get sent and so mm-hmm. we had my dad, like my best friend who my mom they all went to the same school together so whatever come and we we had wine at our shiva, which is not traditional, but my dad's two favorite wines. And so we're giving him wine. He's having deli, and he goes, "I'm digging shiva. Like this is shiva. <laughs> this is great." And it was like one of the all time. I laughed so hard when he said That's very that. Very funny. So yeah, you know, cultural education here.
1: Wait, but can I tell my one crazy teacher's house story? Oh no! Oh, oh, actually, the, we, so, we
0: no rules. No parents ones. or rules. Keith. do whatever you want.
1: I why well, I'm in, in fact a parent. Uh, and so, <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Sorry,
1: um, I, 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 do think. Oh, so my first story is Mrs. Chaitov's house. I went to her shiva because I think she was like a friend of my grandma's. God,
0: you didn't go to her shiva?
1: No, her like her her <laughs> mom or dad's. Even though she was kind of, she was like older. Uh, she was well into her sixties at least. She was my grandma's friend. And I mean, that's good. And uh, I had to tell her that the pet rabbit died when she was out. It was like a double. It was a bad week for for her. The class rabbit. Uh, did not make it when she was well, let's
0: start again. You didn't have to tell her. The,
1: the, like, the, the assistant, someone said, like, oh, you got to go tell, or maybe she asked me. She's like, how's Lucky the Rabbit doing? I'm like, I know you're having a rough week, but you might want to, well, you're already sitting down on the low chair, but you might want to sit down. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, yeah, no, I think she asked me how the rabbit was doing, because I wouldn't have brought it up. I was a very shy kid.
0: You're already sitting on the low I was like,
1: chair. don't worry. Uh, Menachem Zomber, he threw it out in the garbage. He flushed it down the toilet. Um, uh, but
0: wait, well, who, why have I heard about Menachem before?
1: Uh, because I talk, I I, he, he, I, I mentioned him a lot because I always talk about my Akiva's childhood friend Andrew on another podcast who is my friend from second grade whom I'm still friends with, and then there's Menachem Zambra who is also my friend from second grade who um, I in theory I'm still friends with him but I you know I speak to him like once every five years. Um, that's adult who,
0: friendship standards. That's pretty good friends. No, no, I like
1: he he came here and we went out to uh, to a nice lunch but uh, I don't speak to him on an annual basis. Um, he doesn't have social media. That's really the, the key. Oh, so my other teacher story is, this is this is really inside baseball, but I think it's fun. We So Purim, which is, um, as we talked about last week, sort covered, of the Jewish Halloween slash St. Patrick's Day, you go to your rabbi. And the rabbi is essentially your homeroom teacher in a yeshiva, right? Like, you'll have him for the equivalent of three or four periods in the morning.
0: I like want to be clear so I don't have to edit myself in saying this to the audience. You say, right, I have no idea. I've never I'm, been to a Yeshiva. Okay, but uh
1: you know, I'm just uh the right for the people at home. So let's say maybe you'll have, you know, 3 hours a morning of this rabbi for, you know, you'll have a different one each each year, but it's essentially your homeroom teacher, but you'll learn Talmud with him, maybe some Bible. But it's 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 a lot. It's it's much more the relationship is not the normal like t- student teacher thing because not to get like not to get creepy, but it's like they're you know like you have you have them for you have them for like three hours a day and we did six days a week sunday to friday
0: how is that getting creepy no i'm just saying you're not like close
1: with them but like it's you know it's it it, it, you 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 know you're seeing each other 20 hours a week and maybe you'd go there for like uh uh, i don't know know. some of this stuff is inside baseball but anyway the guy
0: who who wrote in and said we should be talking more about this they're incorrect because i'm you're <laughs> losing me here
1: okay anyway so on purim we we went to his house and we're in 11th grade and and everyone got plastered at his house which is a crazy thing to happen at your 11th grade teacher's house uh and in a very strict school which would not have approved of it um and then and
0: that's the last time you ever had alcohol
1: <laughs> no i didn't drink i was like the I was probably the designated, like, uh, you know, make sure the guys don't, like, drive home, you know, take away everyone's car keys because people were – we're in 11th grade. People were, like, driving there. Um,
0: that sounds like your rabbi might have some legal problems. Yeah, well, listen. To... He's
1: – listen. Hopefully, you know, it's it was uh, 20 years ago. He's still there. This is
0: so. Shonda. Akiva. We got to move on. All right. But, yeah. So, those <laughs> are my
1: going to teacher's house stories.
0: While you were talking about this, I realized there's a very good chance that Jess is not actually their teacher teacher. Right? So, like – Usually, if you, I mean, okay, did I have detention once? Yes. And like the person who's like organizing this is yeah. not, it's not like the four of them are in her class together. I had never met my detention,
1: detention lady, lady other than when I had detention.
0: Yeah. So it's very possible that like Jess, even the original question that started this is, is Jess a music teacher or what kind of teacher is she? Jess is the type of person that would, if we're going to stretch, would like volunteer for this like extra opportunity to mentor kids I feel like the
1: union like, hates Jess <laughs> <laughs> she's like doing too much you know
0: oh god well you're the teacher here
1: yeah but I was never really in the cool enough to be in a union
0: and they loved you so much that they took classrooms for other people Yeah, that could happen now
1: that is true no they could still do it, it was a small private school they don't have like they could they could have still done that
0: all right uh, what I love about this is Schmidt's line of is this something that a mean judge made you do or a mean creative judge made you do something like that i yeah. love that line
1: Well, also a seinfeld callback
0: yeah the well it's it's and yeah and it's it's also just like i like that it's a nod to like how ridiculous this is like to me that's the acknowledgement from the show that like yeah we know this doesn't happen
1: uh yeah no i think i, I don't have a big problem with that i also think like jess is probably let's say a normal homeroom like sixth grade teacher but maybe You know, she's got to fill a couple other periods during the week, and then she sort of helps with the drama department or something. Because we already saw her with the Thanksgiving show last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was.
0: Oh, good. That's a good callback. Um, Matt Stewart wants to talk about the four students who come in. So Mm -hmm. uh, of the four, I mean, look, I don't want to have another conversation with you about who is more famous between the four of them. Because I don't need Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz coming to me and telling me I'm an idiot and her being right. Of course, she is right. She's always right. Um, but I'm afraid to have this conversation about these four actors. Did you recognize any of the four? Well, there's no I have question who
1: the most famous one is. Because one of them is Lil' Esther.
0: Yeah, Esther P- Povitsky. hmm I-, I agree, but, um, uh, ki Hong Lee is on Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, Matt Stewart gave us their whole, uh i am be here yeah raven goodwin i recognize also she was in glee she's
1: in glee uh, raven goodwin is like the star of the four though she has some good bits like they, they they didn't really make the ensembles like a huge deal but she's definitely the best of the four little esther never speaks i thought like i kind of she, thought I mean,
0: she's like obsessed with winston that's like, yeah i thought she
1: winston. was maybe like way too old for this of course she, her name is Little Esther. she does have like a baby face but she was only 23 when this when this aired i figured she was because it just feels like she's been around forever
0: I think part of it is that we know her too, so like the, she wasn't made to look younger. I mean, they could have like braided her hair in pigtail mm-hmm. braids, you know, and like they could have made her. They just like slapped her there, and so yeah, like but we she know passes her. for a high schooler. No, but I I think she stands out as looking older than she normally would because we know her. Like, if we didn't know her, does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes I almost sense. Feel
0: like if we didn't know her, then I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have noticed her because like she, she, she ha- doesn't fit. I in.
1: wouldn't have even noticed her, honestly.
0: I'm looking. um at their ages now god it's been a long time
1: <laughs> no the, i think raven goodwin is like 1920 like she's she's pretty uh close to a high schooler and yeah little esther's 20 was 23 then
0: all right i mean good for them mm-hmm. have i talked about that i could have been in on bells
1: no uh, when would you have talked about that
0: well, like i i don't know do you know what instrument i played uh, through high school
1: no, I, I didn't think you had any musical ability, so no.
0: Well, I mean, I don't have singing ability, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all listeners of this podcast know. Um, uh, Robbie Freeman says, oh, no, sorry. I'm going to ask that later. Somebody asked, I'll get to it and I'll credit them, that like, if you were locked in a room, Akiva, and mm-hmm. you had, in order to get out, you had to play one song on the handbells. Be what, dead. Do you think you could do it?
1: I'd be dead. <laughs> that would be it. It'll be over.
0: Now, I could do it, but I would be more of a Hector because I played the mallets. So I had a, f- a three-and-a-half-octave marimba in my basement. I play a vibraphone, bells, chimes. Matt Stewart said, Ali, as a woman, what do you love more, role models or alternative percussion instruments? I'm going to say as a mallet player, I prefer auxiliary percussion. I- I'm-, I'm What in is the mallet? Maybe. I
1: just Googled it. First of all, now it's going to be on like, some true crime story. I Amazoned mallets <laughs> the hammer. If something happens to anybody here, they're going to be like, are hey, he you searching mallets <laughs> What's a mallet?
0: No, like a, You know a xylophone? Yeah. Like mallet instruments. So basically it's a scam. You learn essentially how to play the piano. It's the same sort of music. Mm-hmm. And then you can play a vibraphone, a marimba, a xylophone, bells, chimes are the same, but you really hit steel it with it. that Steel I love playing chimes. Steel drum, I, I, I could, if the, we had steel drums in my high school and they were like marked with the note and then I could do it, but I wasn't, you know.
1: Were you in the band?
0: Yeah, I was in, I made the high band. I was in, a, I couldn't believe it. This is when, did I tell you my band teacher told me I'd get an ulcer by the time I was his age during my audition for a high school band in middle school? No,
1: you've never mentioned this. I didn't know you were in I mentioned band.
0: this recently to someone um, that he was correct, but I've yet to have the ulcer, but I'm not his age yet, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I was in wind ensemble. I was in a jazz band. I was in percussion ensemble. And but I was terrible at percussion ensemble. I like never. I had private lessons with the guy who ran it, and I like never went. I was terrible. I I was like I was bad. But um, you know, practice makes perfect. I never practiced.
1: Uh yeah no I my was brother never... also played it. I don't know that. And that was the only like team you were on. That was the only that was like your your. No, main... I was
0: a captain of my gymnastics team. Get the hell out of here. No, you were not. Yes, I was. What you high jerk? school gymnastics? Do you want my varsity jacket? I'll pull it out. We'll get no, on video. No,
1: I don't. I mean, yes, yes. Please put a picture with the episode, but the. Um,
0: Why do you doubt? You know, wait. I've talked about your daughter doing you, gymnastics. You know, I did gymnastics. Yeah, but
1: I also thought you're like not coordinated. Honestly,
0: you've met me two times. I have incredible balance because I haven't lost that.
1: I know, but I just—it's really vibes. You—you you have not coordinated vibes. I have to say.
0: That, okay. i mean i could that's be wrong i'm wrong pot kettle friend i mean i know but of projecting. course
1: everyone knows i'm not coordinated i'm the least coordinated guy in town people you know see me on the street they say oh you can't tie your shoes
0: that's wild that you're saying this to me. i think but i
1: think people would agree i think people are blown away that you were like a gymnastics person
0: i mean i was a gymnastics person i mean i you know i was a competitive gymnast what do you want from me
1: what um wait what level you did you were like your high school had a gymnastics team
0: So my – I did it outside of gymnastics and then – I mean outside of high school and then, yeah, I had a – we had a varsity gymnastics team. Well, we had a – it was both like to varsity I think you had to compete a certain amount of times because like anyone could just be on the team um, because it's like not a lot of people that would –
1: Could you you have done it at Northwestern or it was was that too high? Hell no. No, I gave –
0: I was like two years – Towards the end of high school, I just transitioned to just doing the high school team once a season because our team wasn't that good, so Mm -hmm. I was, like, good enough to compete. And I was, yeah, I was unanimously elected captain, baby.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Learn something new every day. Because
0: I have spirit, you know? Like, I was born to be a a captain of a team. Mm -hmm. Do you think that? If if not coordination. Yeah. I mean, mean, you're the loudest person on the team without question. i painting. I painted a – I stole a traffic cone and painted it blue and white. My high school colors. I brought it to every single meet. I was, like, you know – I'm a fool.
1: I believe it. My wife was the, the captain of her high school basketball team.
0: Um, all right. Well, that was insulting. Thanks very much. <laughs> no,
1: I think I think. Uh, listen, I, we have to be honest here.
0: Are you more surprised about the? But you don't know. Me. You've like we've met in person two times. I
1: know, but you don't have to meet someone. It's it's 2020. You don't have to like nobody meets. anybody No, but isn't in person that anymore. how
0: you judge physical coordination?
1: I guess, but it's so okay. So it's like your personality leads people to think that you're a non-athlete. I guess I'm, I'm wrong. so
0: competitive
1: you are very competitive but like yeah so you're good at board games did you play any did you play any sports well because you know Chester we've had this conversation Chester would say that gymnastics not a sport right my Chester my my sports yeah,
0: into this I mean yeah I was I for, well no it, I my parents put me in soccer mm-hmm. and I was like I would just sit on the field I'd run in when they called time for the oranges mm-hmm. that was my claim to fame I hated soccer but softball and gymnastics and dance I continued with, and then they wanted to put me on a travel softball team, and I would have had to quit gymnastics, so I had to make a decision. So I stayed with gymnastics. I gave up. I hung up my cleats, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so I, conti- I I think I did dance, like, into late middle school. Okay, that's I very impressive. I, I I
1: feel like it would have just come up more. I hope I, I hope I didn't offend you. I Why would it think-
0: come up? I don't – like, what am I going to talk about my high school sports? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so what else lame. Have, yeah,
1: what else, like, would you talk about?
0: Literally everything else I have going on in my life currently.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. Fair enough.
0: All right, it is extremely offensive that you're saying this, but I'm going to choose no, not, not to be offended. I'm going to rise above it.
1: No, you're not actually offended. I just uh, didn't think you were an athlete. I, because I, I also thought. Are you, you more were...
0: surprised by the music? I mean, I do a lot of things. Like, I, I, I did a lot of stuff. I had, I had a very pushy, a very pushy mom. Yeah, no, I that I know.
1: That I know. Even if you weren't the best kid on the team, your mom would have gotten you to be the captain.
0: No, that's not true at all. No,
1: she didn't fight for you. I like was, that? Uni-
0: I was, it was like a no brainer decision. Unanimous, baby. Mm hmm. And, uh,. I'm a I'm a leader. I'm a natural leader.
1: I agree. No, I that I that I 100 agree. So why with. are you
0: saying my mom would have meddled and got me? To, she's not like that. She worked for the school. She was. Oh, never that's doing true.
1: That. Well, maybe she would have had more connections. I, I don't was
0: know. Editor in chief of the yearbook, president of the French club, captain of the varsity. Gymnastics all right, team. I
1: will I will accept you into Northwestern University.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, I'm going to try not to cry as we move on here. Let's talk about the fancy fix. This is sort of in the B story, but I want to talk about it here. Because this sort of comes up over Desiree going to the bathroom and it's a code, code blue, whatever, water, just, just water or something. And uh, the bathroom's overflowing because you gotta turn the faucet on in order to flush the toilet. I feel like I don't have anything in my current apartment like that, but I've definitely been in places in my life where that's not too foreign of a concept.
1: Yeah, one of the uh, toilets in the house we moved into, like, was just broken when we moved in. And so I was I was saying, like, yeah, you know, we have to tell people. We have to make, like, a sign, like, how to flush the toilet. You have to, like, go into the tank above or whatever. And it's like, oh, we're going to, like, make a sign and explain that, like, in- instead of getting a plumber or whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, I've definitely had you definitely to deal with things like that. Uh, imagine being a high school kid, though. I mean, she's just peeing, but still, like, that's a the height of embarrassment that like you've she's got like four grown-ups dealing with her like pee that's like leaking on the floor or whatever
0: four grown-ups um i so i love this montage of so basically there's tension right schmidt's got money he's got 80 dollars worth of sushi he wants to call a plumber nick is like if you wanted a fancy fix i love the concept of a fancy fix we see a collage a collage a montage of quick fixes Nick has done in the apartment. Ben Tobbs says which one of Nick's fixes is most impressive?
1: Um, I, The fan is the least impressive. The fan is, like, i it's very funny, but it's, like, it's just so gross. Like, imagine having company. Like, he's going to have a lady over, and, like, that fan is blowing in their face.
0: He tapes ice packs to the fan, and yeah. that's the fix. But which but is listen. bizarre because... It, it's there's nothing cooling about a fan it's the propellers so like the fact that the propellers are on means it's fixed
1: yeah i don't it didn't make that much sense but it was a funny visual are you i see i don't want to make any more assumptions are you handy like can you do things like that obviously i cannot
0: all right let's ask do you think i'm handy
1: um yeah i think more i don't i don't i like i'd say 7 out of 10
0: i'm a 10 out of 10 are you really i when i was in second grade I changed the printer ink on my own and my dad was amazed. And I was like, I followed the diagram. He's like, that's amazing. I'm a very handy. Actually just did a fancy fix for my mom. You she love like you love
1: printer ink because you once you once tweeted that your dad left your mom like years of printer ink.
0: Supply. Oh yeah. No, thank God, because it would be my project. I don't mm-hmm. love it. It would be my project. Yeah. Um but no, she had a she needed a copy of something and she didn't have anything. Um She didn't have a blank copy, and we don't have whiteouts, so I did what my dad taught me to do, which I cut out perfectly shaped squares, taped it over, and then did a scan of it, so it's like blank again. Brilliant.
1: That is good. Yeah, I'm obviously literally a zero out of ten in terms of uh, handiness. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me that people can do things like that. But married to like a 14 out of 10 uh, handiness. Like, when we got married and we didn't have jobs, like, my wife built – our uh, cabinets out of wood, like she had, like a saw or a hammer or whatever you build stuff with.
0: Oh, that's crazy! I mean, mm-hmm. I I love putting furniture together and doing stuff like that. I and I think I, although I was not very good in tech ed, when I had to like build a race car out of wood.
1: I see. I wish I had had classes like that or gotten OT at any point. Well, you Ironically, went
0: to fancy school, so you didn't have that crap.
1: No, I think they should have it even more. Like they should teach you life skills. I never learned any life skill. I did marry. Well, an that's a parent. But I still, I I I never had OT and I needed it. To like learn how to do things. What's like OT? That. Occupational therapy. Just like to become good at using my hands to do things.
0: Got it. Got it. All right. Um, I actually have a game for you. Mm-hmm. I have a game I'm in development on that was supposed to be for your birthday, but I forgot, and mm-hmm. so I was gonna do it for this episode, but I didn't have time. You save it
1: I for the next birthday?
0: So, no, I'm gonna just do it next week. It's not like a birthday specific ah, game. Okay. Um, but all right. So I'm gonna. So are you on your Twitter DMs? I'm gonna send you. So this is inspired by you know schmidt's uh, nick is fixing the toilet and or sorry schmidt's fixing the toilet no nick's fixing the toilet and uh schmidt makes the comment like well you're using my emergency tools and he's like do you even know what this is and he says it's a scissor so i want to play a game what tool is this akiva um do you know the name of the tool that nick was holding up it is spoiler alert not a scissor
1: all right so you're gonna send it to me
0: no no that is just i'm asking no i don't
1: remember i don't remember the tool
0: all right, I'll describe that one for the audience at home. It's sort of, uh, you know, looks like something you could grab with. Kind of looks like a scissor. It's a f- two-flat Needle needle-nose pliers. And I only pulled out tools that I would know the name out of. So you're going to have to trust me, but we'll see. I feel pretty good that you're not going to know these. I'm
1: not going to know anything.
0: All right, so I'm going to ask you to describe the tool first. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the clicking. This is in game, necessary. I always get
1: told not to click.
0: Well, but I'm clicking for purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you? Can you describe what I just sent you?
1: Um, uh, a hammer.
0: No, but describe it to that. So it's a specific type of hammer. Yeah. Don't know.
1: Ball peen is that a thing?
0: Oh, you got it! Ding ding ding! Wow. Mara, All right. So maybe you're gonna know I recognize this game. The
1: ball peen hammer. Are you impressed? because <laughs> it's got the weird thing here let uh, say you're impressed you're blown away right <laughs> she's blown away
0: she's probably more like what the hell are you doing that you had to recognize a ball peen hammer that's
1: probably true but no, i think because like it is a weird name uh but i am yeah i don't like yeah so the hammer has like one side that's normal the other side that is like i don't know why is it called a ball peen i don't know but <laughs>
0: Hold on, I have to pull up a new image because for some reason my copy and paste from my doc isn't working. Um, but okay, so actually now I'm worried that this is gonna fail, and I've done too, I've gone too easy on you. No, you
1: know I think I'm, that's like a one in a million. It was a one in a million shot, Doc. I don't think I'm gonna get. An, I don't. All right, think well,
0: I'm gonna look an at another. the pictures, see what happens. A
1: wrench? I don't know.
0: What kind of wrench? Yes, it's a wrench.
1: I don't Tell know. I don't know the names seeing. of wrenches. I don't know the names of wrenches. <laughs>
0: But tell them what you're looking at. I'm L- looking at a wrench, and then
1: there's, like, hundreds of holes that look like aluminum, gar- like, uh, metal garbage cans to me.
0: All right. It's a socket wrench.
1: Socket wrench. Okay. That I've actually heard of.
0: Okay. I don't and have tools.
1: You have, to, you have Do you have your own tool set?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, my mom got me, like, a little pocket one that has, like, a hammer attachment screwdriver with all the different heads. I feel like um, if you're a
1: 10 out of 10 in handiness, you have your own tool set.
0: I mean – Part about being handy is not using tools. Oh, it's getting by oh that
1: is that is you know some real smack talk. Okay,
0: all right. Um, I I have two tools in this picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're good. You're you're one for one, one for two. Mm-hmm. So you can you could go to three and one here by getting these two tools.
1: I don't think I'm going to get ready? them. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what a jerk! All right, now we're even. Now we're even <laughs> yeah. for me saying that you're not an athlete.
0: You have to explain. Uh,
1: one of these is the rare, um, uh, uh half South African moron, Alex Chester.
0: <laughs> I sent a picture of Akiva and Chester. Yeah. All and right. Well, I think that's we are at of... uh,
1: Crave, a a, a a fine establishment in Jerusalem. That,
0: uh, <laughs> G- probably... If I Google Akiva Whitaker, this is like the third hit.
1: That makes sense. There's very few pictures of me online, so it makes sense that that would be there. <laughs> Merrick, can you spot these tools?
0: Just the dead air is perfect for the podcast.
1: Nah. <laughs> Hello. She's not. She's not feeling the joke.
0: Well, I didn't ask you to bring her into I it. She I did like to like walk by. I wanted. She to show missed her. a lot of context.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm gonna have to edit the whole thing yeah, out yeah. anyway. Um, all right, uh, all right. So we're all over the place here, but basically, Jess is begging, um, Winston to help out. What do you think of her pitch for him helping out with the handbells?
1: I he really doesn't have a lot going on. I do think it'll be like a good boost for him. I like the pitch, and he he should help out. You you need like when you're at rock bottom, like Winston is in this episode, you need like something to boost you up, even if it's something weird, like being in a high school band when you're a grown up.
0: Um, I liked that she is, says that handbells might be like the fifth coolest instrument. What do you think the coolest instrument is? Another shout out to uh, Pawnee Public Radio. If you listen to my episode, Kiva, you already know the definitive answer to this.
1: Yeah, you, you know what? You said this and I, for, I did listen to the episode and now I'm forgetting. Um, but I, I know my opinion, which is, well, you're talking about a school band because there's not a lot of like electric guitars in a school band or anything, right? But you said the bass.
0: Uh, there are electric guitars. Your
1: answer was in... the bass, right?
0: the upright bass
1: yeah i don't know what that is but you said the bass you said uh the bass player is always like the cute guy or one or something like that
0: i didn't say that Akiva. maybe but... hannah said it all right maybe i said it let's move on Me we're now we in and we're not even touching the this episode mm-hmm. should we just scrap this and start again another day
1: no this is wonderful <laughs> um uh
0: do you, would you rather be a tinkle or a tonkle
1: I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, they say that. I didn't get that.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's not a good joke.
1: Uh, I didn't it's, get that.
0: That's the good thing about podcasting is recalling the worst jokes of the episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. That <laughs>
1: definitely didn't even make my note. So it for sure should uh, should go up there. Um, the Nick and can we get into the Nick and Schmidt fight for a second here.
0: Yeah yeah, but I do want to just shout out a great Nick line where Winston's like uh, ultimately agrees and says I think I could be into this and Nick hits him with and with that statement he never had sex again
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Schmidt is extra uh, jarry in this episode.
0: No, that's Nick. I, I know. thought that was a great line. No
1: it was a good line. it was a good line. Um, All right
0: let's we'll skip the rest of rehearsal maybe we'll get back to it. Maybe we won't Let's get to the Nick and Schmidt fight probably the more interesting part of the episode yeah it
1: is interesting I do think like I I wonder if they have more of these that it, it did feel like a real fight I do think this was like a well acted well directed episode it did feel like two male roommates who like love each other but are gonna have like a big fight now you know you've people like this is a, a real fight that 100% could have happened
0: I do think they and you know you tell me about guys male friends fighting like it, it felt like it got a little personal more than I would, like, I've normally seen when guys argue. Like, even when he says, like, oh, I'm rich and I had a $40,000 bar-, bar mitzvah, um, then obviously later and Schmidt goes over the line calling me a loser. But I don't know. I just thought that it, like, escalated really quick. But, yes, I agree. It was well acted and definitely showed, like, years of tension probably. Is that before. a
1: really expensive bar mitzvah in, I, I guess he's a little older than I am, like, 1993 I guess that's an expensive bar mitzvah. Well, yeah,
0: Matt Stewart said how much is the average bar mitzvah? Cost? It's, honestly, I, mean, I I think should, that's a fortune. I
1: should have I should have done more research. It depends where you are. I think there's places where like you know, my my little sister would have like she was in a huge class and she would have five six bat mitzvahs every every, you know, major Sunday weekend that wasn't like overlapping with some holiday Jewish holiday or, or you know, Labor Day, Memorial Day type thing. And she would Go to like, oh, well, this one's in the Hamptons, like the other girl I'm friends with, but it's just like in a synagogue. And this one we're getting like a limo to the Hamptons. So I do think it really runs the gamut. Like there's no set amount. Uh, wow,
0: this is blowing my mind. I just googled it, and the first hit is like between forty thousand and sixty seven thousand That's way and, too much uh, it, I mean, it it is a wet. I mean, people have these like crazy like, Weddings. Okay, so CAC. C- C- if you have 150 guests at 80 person, it'll cost you twelve thousand dollars. Can you? That's would you text?
1: Money. Would you text the Jude now and say how much did my bat mitzvah cost?
0: In no world would I do that, and I certainly wouldn't talk about it on the podcast.
1: Okay, all right. What a classy broad.
0: Do ah. I have energy that suggests <laughs> that I would?
1: No, no. But I do want to ask my my parents now, but I, I don't want to get into it.
0: I mean, you're gonna have to make a bat mitzvah. You've you've made a bat I made mitzvah. one.
1: I made one. Yeah, but it's much different here. Okay. It's like it's it's much more it was it was done much cheaper.
0: Do you know who would have his ear to the ground here? Who? Alexander Chester. Wait, well,
1: but the, he I'll tell you why he wouldn't because his oldest kid is six.
0: Yeah, but I still feel like he's around.
1: He lives in a in a in a more upscale neighborhood than than than, you know. I Most. do. My parents would know. He my parents didn't... remember my dad is a is a teacher and a rabbi and and like, you know, they get the, I think the, they didn't say this, but, like, the one sort of, like, solace for them is, like, they go to, like, ten of these things a week and normally between weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs. Like, they, my dad has to go to a zillion. He goes to, like, two Shivas a week every week of his life normally. Um, All right.
0: Do you think that you spe- talk more Jewish stuff on here than any of your other podcasts? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Rob. That's, Rob, that's kind of shocking because Chester is also Orthodox.
1: Yes, also so meaning, why
0: why are you bringing this here? I mean, I'm happy to well talk about it with you, but I he feel like we really about has how has much no his Bar Mitzvah
1: cost? It would be weird to talk about it on a a sports podcast. It never comes up with like how much did Sam Darnold's Bar Mitzvah cost? Is Maybe, he Jewish? No, Josh Rosen, really? his his counterpart at US, USC UCLA was, but he's out of the league.
0: Actually, you once said a very funny thing about Sam Darnold, that he is the most important Gentile in your life. How does that feel now? Uh,
1: he is no longer. I'd say the most important non-family uh, member in my life now is Steve Cohen, the guy who's buying the Mets. But I can't okay. call him a Gentile because he's Jewish. He, but he's my new Sam Darnold. I've given up, obviously, on so the who's,
0: no? So well, who's your most important non-Jewish person in your life? I
1: guess Rob.
0: Wow. He'll never hear that. No, he <laughs>
1: might hear this. He might hear this. I, uh, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to. If there, I wish there was a good, I guess Pete Alonso on the Mets, but he had a bad year. He's very important. He's an important Gentile to me.
0: Uh, how about where's the guy who left you your cameo today from Robert? Oh, Andy
1: Chavez. Andy Chavez is an important guy in my life, but he's like, you know, he he's he's over. We it.
0: should clarify. He's an important guy, not in your life.
1: I he, he said my name today. He knows who I am.
0: He did, well, I was paid to say your name.
1: Forget the mustard. What's, the, what's
0: that run you did? I know you Googled it what run what's a cameo from him run yeah. oh well, of
1: course I googled it well he, I, <laughs> I, I, I joked um afterwards that it was 36 dollars, so I joked afterwards that like maybe oh, double high yeah maybe he like he only gets the Jews who were like sending it because another one of my friends is like oh yeah I sent I sent our, our other friend uh, an Andy Chavez cameo for because he's not like super famous but he has this play that makes him iconic in Mets history he made the, you know are you familiar with his catch alley
0: no, and let's, can we move on? Yeah,
1: but after, <laughs> after the podcast, you have You're to look really up Andy catch. Okay.
0: Uh, I promise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? Oh, you know what's crazy is we get the bar mitzvah theme, and I didn't even remember this. We talked on our first episode yes. about guessing what the actor Max Greenfield's bar mitzvah theme is. Now we get Schmidt's bar mitzvah theme. And what was it? Was it SNL, jams? I think? Was, yeah, was,
1: yes, was Schmidt, it was SNL. Was, was Max Greenfield's sports jams. So is that jock jams?
0: I don't know if it's like yeah is it sports songs or is it like great dunks like what is a sports I think jam? I think it's jock jams.
1: It is a weird thing to say. Maybe like the writers of uh, you know in in the room or the writer of this episode is not a sports fan. But I will say the the CD jock jams was very prevalent like at in this like 93 94 time.
0: I recall. Yeah, we Well you don't recall you were too. No, okay, but I had, Jock Jams was very prevalent in the 90s when I do recall. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, but it was, like, that's when it peaked. So it actually would have been, like, are you ready for this? It is a good theme because you just play those, like, 15 songs at the bar mitzvah. I don't know how you'd make a table be, like, the, uh, like, Chicago Bulls anthem, you know, is is that table. I'm not sure how that would work. You'd have to get a little creative, like, the eye of the tiger, like, you have little tigers on the table. But uh, it is a fun theme. I think that's that's pretty original.
0: It's definitely original. Hmm. Um. But okay, so let's keep talking about this. Uh, the fight they have. Um. Basically, they they get into this like immature war of like, well, I paid for this. Well, I fixed this. Well, I'm not. You know, Nick's covered in frozen food. Nick unfixes the basketball hoop again. Why is the basketball hoop in their apartment? And then uh, the reason I I get into this is. Schmidt ends up with the refrigerator and the couch in his, as we know, the small room in the loft uh, from the beginning fight with Winston. And my favorite thing about doing this podcast is having gone down uh, IMDB goofs lane. And there's always, like, one goof they point out, and this one is particularly absurd. When Schmidt gets back to work from working out, he is unable to get into his bedroom because Nick put his freezer in the room. However, Nick and Schmidt are the same size. If Schmidt couldn't get in, that means Nick wouldn't have been able to get out.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he's, like, fully trapped or if it's like, oh, this is going to be a huge nuisance to have to squeeze in and out every time. But, yeah, that is... I don't know if that's a full goof, but, yeah, I do like the keep up the IMDB goofs segment.
0: I love the IMDB goofs when they have them. Uh, I don't think there's any
1: standard, by the way. I think if you submitted – can we submit a goof one week and then see if it makes it like three years later if it's still in there? Because I think like the standards for allowing the goofs are just like someone submits the goof and it's just there forever.
0: I think you have to – well, you know, I've never come across a goof that wasn't true. Not that I've – like, at least the first seven episodes.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe you can get knocked. It's like Wikipedia where it's like, oh, that's not true. I can report it, downvote it, whatever. But some of them are more nitpicky than others. Like some. I mean, I guess you could
0: probably get away with submitting the goof of like Jess says she Jingle Bells is a terrible song, and then later like loves Christmas. Right. Like that's like a terrible. That's not good enough. Oh, she's gonna be like a uh,
1: Miss Christmas lady. She's gonna be a big Christmas person. I
0: mean, there's like she's into the Christmas episode like that. So I think it's like close enough where you could.
1: I mean, she calls it a trash song, Jingle Bells.
0: What about Jess says in the show New Girl season one episode seven. And uh, Zooey Chanel says that Jingle Bells is a trash song, but she had already played <laughs> Christmas-loving woman working at a store in the movie Elf. Like, yeah. just put that in. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be you funny. you think that she's a real person. And then
1: see a year, like, rem- send her a Google reminder for a year from now. See if that's still in the IMDb. See if it's still section. there. I love it.
0: Um, I feel like you can't relate, you know, I'm going to make some painful judgments about you now. Yeah. I don't think you can relate to the conditioner versus shampoo part of their fight. Oh, <laughs>
1: you mean because I don't have hair anymore? Also, I like,
0: because you're not clean, you don't know luxury <laughs> products, and you don't have hair. Oh,
1: okay. Well, you did show up for my roast. I think, well, first of all, I, but I, I wasn't saying you weren't athletic, by the way, just to, just to circle oh, back. Oh, you
0: said a lot of things. No, no, no.
1: I thought you would said, oh, I'm not an athlete. And so that's what I was basing it off of I thought I mean, you had I wouldn't once said present
0: that. myself as an well athlete, but if you're the
1: captain of the gymnastics team that's a really good asset I don't
0: team. think I would say I'm not i I don't think I would discuss it
1: I think like, you I'm once happy said to it. not discuss this okay all right moving on
0: <laughs> see it's helpful
1: yeah uh Schmidt empties the freezer into Nick's bed that's funny
0: yeah we talked about that
1: mm-hmm uh yeah, the conditioner fight, yes. I I don't know luxury products for me. Also I, I don't wear glasses in the shower, so I don't really ever know if I'm using shampoo or conditioner. I just like hope and pray for the best. Like, oh this looks like a kid's bottle, but I'm really blind without my glasses, so I don't know what I'm putting anywhere.
0: Well, okay, wow. Um I wanna ask you this. Again, like not to make it gender, but if we're having a fight between two men, mm-hmm. I feel like again, this is something I see in sitcoms all the time where it, like, gets physical Mm -hmm. and then gets extremely emotionally cutting. Yeah. I've never seen two men have an altercation, even somewhat like this, even though I've seen it a thousand times in sitcoms. Yeah,
1: okay, so I think what would need to happen is, like, someone would need to throw a punch or something. Like, they would need to wrestle to the ground, and then they can sort of have the joke about it, you know, ten minutes later when tempers cool down. But I don't think it, it can happen in in a snap like this. That's a good point. This this is very tropey. It happens in every sitcom. You know, well, Schmidt is chasing after Nick and then and then Nick turns the tables on him and realizes like oh I could whoop him. Well who do you think would really win if they were actually both mad, Nick or Schmidt?
0: I think Nick's probably been in a fight before. Yeah. <laughs> like that I is think true. I think Nick is scrappy and Schmidt is too delicate. Yeah,
1: I think that's true. But I but I um I, Schmidt's
0: in better shape. That's Schmidt what I was thinking. Stronger. That's
1: what I was thinking. He has better cardio, I'm sure.
0: But I don't think he knows how to fight. If they're like
1: going to the ground game, I think Schmidt's gonna probably do better in wrestling, but Nick might like eye gouge or poke or bite or something.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean who knows? Maybe there will be a fight. Do you think there'll be a fight later? I don't this think this is the we'll
1: last fight? time we've ever we you know, in, in eight seasons. I don't think it's the last time we're gonna see them fight like this. I think it's this is pretty typical roommate stuff, honestly.
0: Were you surprised to learn that Nick dropped out of law school? Did you already know that? I We knew
1: that? that. Yeah, we did. Know okay.
0: That. Uh, that's like a pretty low blow. I feel like that's like kind of bad for Schmidt to cross that. Line. I
1: mean, it's funny because people I – mean, he's like me, that people feel like they could say whatever they want to, to him. Because literally <laughs> uh, Jess's boyfriend, not to be heard from in this episode, even though there's a pretty clear path for Justin Long because the kids from school are, are here and he's also related to the drama department we learned last week, the um, – <laughs> Uh, what's it called? I
0: love that you keep calling it the drama department. Like it's right, but it just seems like out of Glee. Like you should be on the choir room.
1: Yeah. So I I, I think that um, what's it called? That yeah, Jess is. What was I saying?
0: <laughs> you were saying that Justin Long should have been there, but then you say that people. You were going to say that Genslinger says that mean thing to Nick. Yes. Because yeah. I'm people sorry. 3:33 like
1: a.m. time check. This is the first time it ever happened on the show. But I completely lost my train of thought. I think. Uh, Yeah, I I do think that was so cutting what Genslinger said to Nick last week that that, like couple that with this, it's like every week is just going to be roasting Nick week and just piling on.
0: I'm not going to ask you to say who or what it was, but if I asked you to think of a a person who had no business roasting you. Could you rem- could you think of a person right now and like a cutting line that comes to mind? Well, people or yeah. do you let it wash over you? I'm
1: we're like not we're not public figures, but like we're people who people know who we are and we don't know who they are. And so we will get
0: <laughs> in my personal life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like we we will get um mean tweets sometimes. I will, at least that or maybe you don't get them. But, I don't know.
0: I've gotten them. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe, maybe I don't get them. I got I got booed off your show. Oh yeah, and true. you supported it. No, I
1: did not support it.
0: Oh, you supported it. It pains me. Oh, you supported. it. I did not it. support it. Oh my god. Should pain you because I'll never be that back again.
1: Um, but I, I, um, but you know, so people will say things that obviously have no right to say them. That happens. I don't get a lot of it, I'm sure. I
0: mostly, I mostly was like, can you think of, yes, obviously it happens. But, like, I'm again, I'm not going to ask you to say it. But could you think of one example right now quickly if I had to ask what you we were or not talking. Really? Yeah, uh,
1: well, I, I sent this to you a few weeks ago. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Remember somebody said something like, I feel bad for your wife or something because you don't know how to do X. <laughs> I Do you remember this? I sent it to you. I don't remember what the context was or what the what the insult was. But I get stuff like that sometimes. I do get a couple times a year. I do like I feel bad for your wife because you're a moron. I definitely get that exact insult. You would
0: not have liked my roast.
1: No, I would have liked it because it's different coming from a friend, like than a, than a stranger.
0: Well, Mara didn't like my roast calling you a tool.
1: Uh, it's also three thirty for her. I don't think she got it or heard or cared what we were saying.
0: That's that's the way to go about life. Mm-hmm. Not hear or care what you and I are saying. Mm-hmm. I recommend that to anyone. Turn it off and just don't care what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So then it gets real. I mean, this is sort of a trend in New Girls. Like, it's antics. It's ridiculous. And then it's, like, a real come-to-Jesus like Jesus moment. Um, Nick and Winston are talking on the roof. And Nick says something so profound that it has really only hit me in the 80th watch where he says, you know what sucks about getting older your friends have known you too long. They have too much on you. I want friends who still lie to not hurt my feelings. Yeah. What do you think of that? Ali Cass says, uh, would you rather have a close friend that knows too much about you or friends that still lie so they don't hurt your feelings? I think
1: it's fun to have a little of both. Like, you're growing. You know, you have – you. know it's good that I think I have new friends. You don't want to be like, oh, I still have the same crew from high school or, like, freshman year of college. Um. Yeah, but I do think it is true. Like, there are – yeah, that type of person who you can't lie to, like, they – you know, there are people who, like, have double lives. It's like, oh, they, they pretend all these things, but, like, their friends know that they're not telling the truth. That I do like the idea of Winston and Nick reminiscing, like, to just you know, to remind us, like, oh, they're sort of the duo that goes way back, right? And Schmidt is the – Fat Schmidt is the college friend, and Jess has, you know, been their friend for two months now.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's actually interesting that you bring it up, that there is sort of – while Nick says he doesn't have the range, he has the range. I mean, he probably doesn't think of Jess as a friend. But Jess is that person who is, like, going to be nice to his face. Right,
1: and he's going to be fronting to her also, at least. Right. I
0: I mean, I've told you this before. I am either, like, in your wedding or I'm not invited. Mm -hmm. I I generally don't have a lot of friends where I'm sort of in between acquaintances with. I'm, like, zero to 100. Yeah. So, you know. I think I'm – But I'd probably rather have friends who don't know me.
1: (laughs) You should, but you're saying you don't have any b level.
0: I mean, I, of course, have some B-Love. I mean, you're there. Oh, my God. All right. I... Nope, we have
1: to end the podcast. That's it.
0: Forever, please? No,
1: just this episode. <laughs> That's too mean.
0: <laughs> so now if I had to ask you an example of someone who had a scathing remark towards you, could you think of one?
1: Well, it's funny because your tweet this week on my birthday, you said, like – um you, you, I, I, that I, I was w- so
0: nice to you on your Shabbos birthday Very
1: nice, very nice You could have completely roasted me, played some pranks But I think people thought you said that I'm number 8 In your tweet Can you explain your tweet?
0: I wrote self-declared But I don't think
1: people read that I think everyone just wrote, assumed Well,
0: that's on them That's I,
1: on. I'd, I'd say 100% of people assume like, oh, that's so nice
0: Put a poll up I mean, it was nice regardless It was very nice It
1: was it was lovely, actually
0: I think I said like What did I say? Happy, happy birthday to the self-declared my, my self-declared best podcast friend and eighth best friend overall, mm-hmm. Akiva, uh, hope you enjoyed your first day of your late 30s. Have I, I ever said real... Have
1: I ever said number eight? Have I been that specific?
0: Yeah, you have. Okay. And that's why you perfectly responded top 10, baby, because that's what you always but say. But I was
1: responding to myself, which is funny, but nobody really right. – because self-described, self-declared could be like, I'm the self-declaring. It
0: wasn't pick... for them, Keith. Mm-hmm. You understood what I was saying, and it was a little NGOG. Talking about your late 30s, where everyone thinks it's Renap pushing 50, but it's over here, you're in your late 30s. But you thought
1: 36 was late 30s also, to be fair.
0: Right, that's the joke. Yes.
1: But you said I'm entering my late 30s, but really, I was already there. Now 37 we is really just... really
0: lost the thread. No, yeah, I I'm got sorry. it. Everyone but also, I I
1: said on Renap that I'm a bar mitzvah away from 50 now, because people, the joke is that I'm pushing 50. What do you think oh. about that?
0: It's pretty good. Yeah, you should come here and pick up one joke from Renap that you know I haven't heard and yes. come tell me it. And yeah, see if fine. I like Every it.
1: week I'll tell you my, my one line that you'd appreciate. Your best
0: job. What's your, give me your best Your best five minutes. All right, I'll remember Work that for next week. But Work. that's like,
1: okay, well, because a lot of times we'll discuss this podcast.
0: I hate that.
1: It's it's publicity, baby. There's more people listening uh, there is it than working? here. I
0: don't know. Rob's saying new girl sucks and he fast forwards through it. I don't know if that's good. He said public. he liked I this the podcast. He said to it's,
1: it's too. Uh, first of all, I went on that show. And I said, like, nobody what should
0: Julie, watch. that's your show. Yeah. I went on that show. And I said, no, nobody
1: should watch Big Brother. It's terrible. Like, that pays, literally pays the bills in his house. So maybe he didn't like that. I don't know. I wasn't inten- didn't intend to insult him. But in hindsight. Well, who I was... told
0: you to do that? Well, I'm a
1: stupid person who says things and then spends the next week trying to get out of trouble. <laughs> I do have a. you how about start this? all over again. Was, okay, so it was my birthday this week. Not that, not that you owe me a present, but how about this? For the next year, fifty-seven eighty-one.
0: No, I'm not agreeing to this. I get three. No, no, nope, nope, no. I know exactly. What change you're saying. the
1: topic <laughs> when I don't like the conversation. F- get out of Get out of the conversation. Free passes for the next year.
0: No, I gave you like two hundred followers. I'm not doing this. I think that's a funny. That's a funny thing.
1: Three times this year, I can change the conversation when you're mad. <laughs> three
0: times you're gonna use it in the next three. weeks? I know.
1: I will be very gluttonous <laughs> with it. I will be. It will be done by the end of October, without question.
0: No, but see, here's the thing. You do do it. I just so yeah, sure. You're welcome to try, but I'm not gonna go along. That's with
1: what that. I'm saying. It, it's three times that are that like. Akiba, there's no defense. I'm not
0: your wife. I'm not your daughter. I'm not your friend. Oh. We're not doing this. <laughs> We're not doing this. Why are we here? You, oh my you <laughs> Why are we here? I,
1: remember, I thought it was number eight.
0: that was the perfect response why are we here i don't know we're having the winston schmidt moment of like i don't have a job this is like winston like i got fired for being too angry playing Mm -hmm. the bells yeah what are we doing with our lives that's very jerry and george this
1: could be rock bottom honestly
0: like me and you right now
1: This, this is our rock bottom maybe as a duo maybe it's funny because Winston hits rock bottom in this episode, and I think, like, hopefully Nick hits rock bottom, too. Like, Nick has been called a loser two weeks in a row. He gets into a fight with, like, his second best friend. He's, like, gets he's essentially poor, right? He gets called poor. I, I, Can I ask you yeah?
0: um, if you think that two characters in the show are hitting rock bottom, one uh, season one, episode seven?
1: It's possible. I don't know
0: is it so the rest of this just there's no conflict they're both like living their sweet lives Well, you lives. can
1: have you can have conflict without without like reaching the bottom.
0: All right, so Then there's your answer. Um, if I could have conflict without reaching the bottom, no one told me.
1: What? Do you think you have not hit rock bottom yet in your life?
0: Oh, I've hit many rock bottoms.
1: Well, outside of like serious things, what's what's rock bottom? Cuz I could give uh. you mine
0: screaming my head, uh, breaking my own cell phone in the middle of an argument with someone. (laughs) Okay, that's not great. On purpose? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, no. Like, yes and no. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. You want to say Oh, mine?
1: I've said it before on podcasts, but it's it's also birthday related. It's funny because my wife uh, said to me this week, she's like, you know, we've been together like 16 years. You've never mentioned your birthday once. And all of a sudden this week... You've mentioned your birthday like ten thousand times. So what is wrong with you? Like, is something going on? Like, why do you keep talking about you're thirty seven? It's not like you're forty. It's not like a special. You're not having like a midlife crisis. Why do you nonstop talk about your birthday? <laughs> By the way, no and present. But did
0: you have an answer?
1: It was no, because it was a good read. Like, it is true. I've never, I've, I've been podcasting for six years. We never had like a birthday spectacular, but this year. We had birthday spectaculars. Rob got me a, a cameo from a guy on the. Who,
0: when was your birthday specta Oh, oh, because you, yeah, okay, you planned a podcast on your birthday,
1: I, like not on purpose, but once we did it, I invited my other, our other friend Jenny, who also had a, a birthday that day, to be on the podcast. Like, so it, it was weird, like for a person who normally does not celebrate his birthday, there was no other things, um, you know, my parents, my mom wrote on my Facebook wall, "Happy birthday!" Like that was the most I got from my, from my Long Island family. <laughs> Uh, my birthday was a, a Facebook post. That both- All
0: right, I'm going to borrow Mera and be like, why are we talking about your birthday right now? Oh, oh,
1: so, oh, because I, you said rock bottom. So I, my rock bottom is I finished um, I finished college without a job, which people tend to do, but usually they're not married with a child already. And so I had no job. I had no, like, prospect employment. I wasn't going to grad school at the time, wherever. And so my friend called me up, and, and he said... Hey, my girlfriend, soon to be wife, then to be ex-wife, was uh, like needs her ca- she like her and her three friends just moved into like an Upper West Side apartment. The cable guy's coming. Can you just like apartment sit for fifty dollars and like watch their apartment and just help? You know when you could leave when the cable guy fixes the cable or the internet guy, whatever. And he didn't come. I was there from like nine a.m. to like three p.m. Then he finally came, or one of the girls came home and I was relieved of my duties. But the, I rem- and that was on my birthday when I was twenty-three, and I remember like, oh, that was absolute rock bottom. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to motivate. I'm going to get a job.
0: You've had a pretty good life.
1: I mean, I said beyond serious things, like obviously we weren't including like people's deaths or anything like that, or like the you know the the. Well, MD- that's not
0: your rock bottom.
1: <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, but um, that was. I think that was rock bottom. From there, I was like, all right, we're, it's all it's all uphill from here. That like motivated me to.
0: And has it been?
1: Yeah, that was definitely still my rock bottom. I mean, obviously there are there could be more rock bottoms to come, but so far that was bottom.
0: All right. Well, that was uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so they end up like repairing all of their relationships with very little talking, which I believed though, like that they would like Nick would be like, Ugh, "All right, I have to just like deal with Schmidt." Schmidt the whole episode is like trying to get out of this fight anyway, and Nick sort of keeps like instigating it more. Um, they invite Schmidt to go see Ensemble while Winston is going to go redeem himself with the children, the children adults. And uh, they invite Schmidt, and he says, let me grab my cardie. Puya wants to know, does Akiva own a cardigan?
1: No. I don't... I
0: feel like that's right for you.
1: I don't own a cardigan. Um, oh,
0: you could become a cardigan guy.
1: I think it would make me look very old if I started wearing cardigans.
0: No, but it's like you get the young, cool, like chunky cardigan like the cool guy chunky cardigan like the like it's like the cardigan for chunky guys (laughs) i know the chunky that left this chunky no uh like like i mean like a big cable like a big yeah i know what you're saying not like a not like a thin little cardigan
1: i've really in quarantine i've i've sort of like like lived up to my destiny as like i'm i used to be like polo shirt and and like khaki pants or black pants guy now i'm just a t-shirt and shorts I'm over. I'm over. Like cardigan would be too fancy for me. Uh, at this sorry, point. Sorry, Puya. Sorry to disappoint. You. No, I that Puya I think could rock a cardigan. I don't think I could be. Well, of a course
0: that's right. he's not on trial here. Also,
1: it's the summer. I can't even think about wearing a cardigan. It's so hot out right now. Do You know what I mean? Ask me in the winter if I could wear a cardigan. Maybe. <laughs> When's
0: that, what's what's is what's Israel like in the winter? It's a regular. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know.
1: It's no different than Florida, California. Oh,
0: all right.
1: Well, it's pretty hot. This has been the weather hour. <laughs> okay. Sponsored by um, AccuWeather.
0: All right, so they we see on some bell they play. Oh, I wanted to ask you, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like "Eye of the Tiger" holds up, or would this be a different song now? Should it maybe have been "Yes" by LMFAO? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I think "Eye of the Tiger" holds up. I mean, listen, I think it works backwards with songs and placements because it costs a lot of money and there's obviously legal red tape involved. So first, it's like, all right, this is the song we want, and sometimes you get it, and sometimes you don't. But, you know, so you you have to know you have that before before that becomes a song. It could have been anything. But I like the idea. They tied in the Rocky thing. The kids didn't seem to know the song at the beginning, but then they were like super into it right away when they heard it or heard about it. Uh, But yeah, I think I the Tiger is like a timeless song. I'm fine
0: with it. All right. I mean, let's let's wrap this up. We had a ton of questions, but we really bounced around. We did our own thing. That's for sure. If you thought this was our rock bottom, we don't really want to hear it. We're tired, you know, we're tired. Please be nice. Okay. So what do you think continues here? Uh, why, why no Justin Long? Matt Stewart wanted to know. Is he out? Maybe you were wrong. I don't
1: think he's out, but I think it's like you can't get long every week. Do you know what I mean? I think it's like on, off, on, off. That's what we're going to have for the next – I don't think the rest of the season, but for the next couple months.
0: All right. Well, I think that's a great segue into the next question. Uh, season 1, Episode 8, ready for the title? Do you already know it? No. Did you look?
1: I, I didn't.
0: I'm it's trying called – Stay uh, Hold on to your hat Keeve We got a little uh, Or hold on to your yarmulke mm-hmm. We got an awkward episode Coming up next week It's called Bad in bed
1: You mean uh, Hold the hat Or pass the hat
0: Yeah give me that hat Give
1: me that hat Sorry
0: For me it was more like Here take my take hat Take
1: my hat Um. Okay so this is actually I like this Because basically It's self explanatory Except There are like Five possibilities For who To whom this could be referring Right Correct One of my children might say. Um <laughs> The, uh, what's it called? I you said so now you just it's mentioned Justin bad Long and you may have spoiled it.
0: No, it's not a spoil. It's like we're talking about a romantic relationship. So yeah, it's a but I wonder, it's I wonder if it's him now. I wonder if obviously something romantic. it bad in bed unless it's like a continuation of the Nick and Schmidt fight, and he tells Schmidt he's bad in bed, and he has like a mental. Crisis yeah, that is possible. Him. I
1: th- I think there would be the the third strike first for Nick. He would have an absolute mental breakdown if he. Gets rocked like that for a third straight week. So now, so now I'm just gonna guess that it is Gunslinger, that it's a okay. it is a Zooey issue with Gunslinger. That's that Who's is bad. Gunslinger.
0: Okay.
1: Now, oh, now could it be Gunslinger saying Zooey is it's certainly?
0: Not gu- I love how you're calling him guns Gunslinger. He's the like Gunslinger. Gunslingers guns.
1: Genslinger, Sorry, Genzy. Zooey
0: and Gunslinger.
1: Zooey and Gunslinger. <laughs> so I th-
0: that's like the knockoff, the bootleg new girl.
1: So I—that's I, what I think it is. Just because I think you—you you led the witness by, by with that segue.
0: Maybe I have you right where I want you,
1: mm-hmm. Keeve. Uh, in the um, B in the B group.
0: The B the B team. Look, people. Uh, I I think. I, what did I tell you? I have like three friends, mm-hmm. and you're not one of them.
1: I said in my top ten. You said you could never be top ten.
0: Well, I mean, Akita, Comma, what like, second? Of course. I could never be
1: com- com- top ten, comma. But I only have three friends.
0: <laughs> okay akiva mm-hmm. let's have a frank discussion
1: no i don't want to
0: no let's have a frank discussion. no let's not am i am i in your top 10 best friends i'm not let's I, not I, let's let's how about no, 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 i want to know i want to know because maybe that'll help me now maybe i'll rethink things then
1: can we like how about that's the season finale as i answer that because i can't think about it now at at
0: yeah you can how about, how about this can I make a answer. list
1: and then I get back to you next week I have to like actually think about this it's
0: 350 Akiva 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 yeah in what world am I one of your three your ten Oh, not three. closest best friends ten, ten how many ten. friends
1: I, I, you can't you have to be top 20 how many friends do you th- I, like I'm 36 They're, oh my gosh you have your
0: wife you have Chester that's not a friend your wife you literally last week you told me maybe hopefully my husband will be my best friend
1: yeah, hopefully for you. you. Literally, no, this no, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, but yeah, uh, but people don't count that in the rankings. That's weird. Then, like, should I count I think like a people parent?
0: Absolutely count that in the would rankings. Would you count a parent if you feel like you're best friends with them?
1: I mean, even not best friends. Like, would you think you like your sibling? Like, even if you're not super close, that I know. I think 10. there are
0: some siblings where it's their best friend, and some siblings where they're not friends. I don't think that's that crazy.
1: No. I because even if unless you like weren't on speaking terms, the sibling would still like it. I don't know if they if the sibling and like your seventh best friend was drowning, you're still saving the sibling even if you're closer with the. But that's
0: not the that's not the question. It's not who do you love more. Mm -hmm.
1: If like they were both getting married on the same day, you're going to your sibling's wedding.
0: But that's that's like a but maybe who's do you actually want to go to? OK,
1: that's fine. But that might be like the Hamptons question of like who's richer and has a fancier. OK,
0: but this has nothing to do with it. All right. I mean, we've really, I think hit rock we've, bottom. We've hit our rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I think so. Yeah,
1: I for sure agree. I accidentally insulted you about not being an athlete.
0: Well, the the real insulting part is that you keep bringing it up like I haven't brought it up.
1: Well, I feel very bad.
0: Why do you feel bad? I, I told you I've cho- I've, I choose not to run. I choose not to be upset about this. Okay.
1: Um, I
0: did text Missy about it, though.
1: During the – see, you've been very distracted. Usually, like, you're on point. You've been typing. I don't know. You've been a little distracted this week.
0: <laughs> I had to look stuff up.
1: Yeah. I think we need – maybe next week we're going to go to a no outside media episode What are
0: you talking about, Dad? Like, what do you outside media? I come here every week. I I prepare. Yes. I get the questions. Because I'm not allowed to click. You're, there's been a lot of clicking on the other side. You're jumping around. Well, you could have told me that.
1: No, not like really. I tell you I'm and then joking. edit it, it out. Hasn't really, there's been a lot of typing, but not clicking.
0: Well, you could say that that you're picking up typing, and that I should stop looking. No, so far. no,
1: no. I th- looking up. I think is good, especially since I, you know, there's a limited to what I can research. Well, for it's not,
0: second. you know, it's not helpful f- to tell me after the fact to keep. Well, this
1: is a this is an eight season show. We're only in episode seven. We're we're learning for next week.
0: Seven season.
1: People, Whatever. their parents are fighting right now.
0: All right, I feel fine. All right, mm-hmm. let's do the five-star reviews next week. Let's not sully this with anybody no, else having I to think, be involved No, I here. think
1: we I, we have to end on a good note. It has to be like... No, no, mix-
0: this is a great note. It's really me telling you that I actually have to go. Um, so we'll do that next week. We are very appreciative of it, though. We're up to 149 five-star reviews. I think our bad reviews are coming this week, but uh, if you want to balance that out, it's been a hard week for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to uh, anchor.fm slash new girl old guy uh to subscribe to get on all of your i don't know whatever your podcast catchers mm-hmm.
1: podcasters, yeah
0: and you can search old guy we're number three i'm really been down about this we're number three in old guy now that's crazy Should we just end it
1: no we're not ending it
0: we were number one in old guy but we're
1: the, the key is to be number one in new girl i'm not i'm not no we want to
0: stay number one i agree we want to set realistic goals i agree all right, let's get out of here, Kiva. Mm-hmm. Uh, You can you can listen to Kie's one hundred and first episode of her nap. Uh, I'm sure they're doing stuff on Thirty Two Fans. I did a, a patron podcast. That oh I yeah, love. you were on Thirty Two Fans specific Thirty Two Fans patron mm-hmm. podcast. My favorite. Um, I was on the B and B talking about Big Brother with Mike and Liana playing some games. You could check that out at RobinsonWebsite.com.
1: Ooh, let's plug uh, our friend Grace's new podcast.
0: Go ahead, do it. Do it up.
1: Uh, Grace, our friend Grace has a new podcast. See, I didn't, uh, I didn't have the, the, uh, the name of it's it. It's called Hold Up. Hold Up.
0: And I just know that. I didn't have that's to type a, and look a, that up. Yeah,
1: that's, and, and what's it about? Do you know what it's about?
0: So they're looking at LGBT media, like, it, representations in pop culture, and watching them one a week and seeing if it holds up.
1: Mm-hmm. It's and Grace, that's just, yeah. again
0: my memory of this, I'm going go
1: to go No, you nailed it. Grace's. And Grace and Hudson. Is that right? Yeah, you nailed it. And so I, I, I'm i just trying to think of what would be... I'd love to hear them go back, and I'm sure they will, and talk about when Ellen comes out. That's a big one, right?
0: That's a big one. Um, I remember watching that live because
1: I'm older than you.
0: Their first episode dropped on also on Anchor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they are listening to... Or they watched um, a Simpsons episode, season 16, episode 10, called There's Something About Marrying. Mm-hmm. And you can check it out at anchor.fm slash Hold Up.
1: Yeah. That's exciting. I can't wait to listen. Yeah, and Grace will be here on this podcast at some point.
0: There you go. All, All right, right, let's get out of here. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel fine. I had fun talking to you, Keeve, So it, it's about us at the end of the day.
1: What was it? What do you call me at the beginning? Keeve, Keeve's Weens. <laughs>
0: Keeves, wings is different what do you
1: think thing. about Al? I called you Kiwi Wings. What do you, what do you, th- uh, what do you wait, think about Al for wings? you?
0: Wait, wait, what do you think about Kiwi Wings? I said that by accident. That's not bad. Kiwi wings.
1: No wings. Kiwi wings. Did you say?
0: I originally said weens, but then I said wings.
1: I'll take wings. <laughs> I did just have wings for dinner. They were very good. Do you good. think
0: you're the first person to call me Al?
1: No, I said. Would, is Al okay? Are you? Are, is Al acceptable? Yeah, sure, I think I'm gonna try out be? Al next week.
0: It, I feel like it really has to come from the heart. Yeah,
1: well, this is from the heart.
0: Mm, all right. We'll see you next week if we could get back uh, on the same page here. I feel like we're having a Nick and Schmidt day.
1: No, but we're going to end on a good note. I'll say you're number 11. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> all right, bye.